Hey, hey, welcome everyone. You're listening to The Sound Room, a podcast that's recorded right here in Redwood City, California. This podcast is connected to Peninsula Covenant Church, and my name is Tony Gapistone. I am one of the pastors who serves here. I love talking about creativity and filmmaking and culture and the church. And this podcast, we're going to talk about what it means to be the church. Church, Peninsula Covenant, just did a whole series called Ecclesia. Ecclesia is the Greek word that means a called out people. And I'm also going to be periscoping live while I record this podcast here on Soundroom. Periscope is a platform on Twitter that basically is like a live stream where people can uh, chime in, chat, ask questions. So a few people will be here asking some questions while I am recording the podcast. If you are on Twitter or on Periscope, you can find me just at my name, T-O-N-Y-G-A-P-A-S-T-I-O-N-E. I have been a follower of Jesus for a long time, and someone on Periscope asked me, why do I even believe in God? What convinced me that there was, there is a God? Uh, someone just said Periscope is pretty much the best. It is. You need a, you need a, uh, a picture if you're on Periscope, though. Uh, why do I believe in God? How was I convinced? Well, I kind of grew up, I would say, with the idea that there was a God, that there was a creator. Uh, I kind of had this impression that this creator, this God, rule enforcer of the universe. I had a, I would say, an unhealthy fear of God in a way. I thought God just lived in certain buildings or certain times of the week, right, on Sundays or high holy holidays in some way. I had a Bible in my room growing up as a kid, but I never felt like I really understood or believed God was more than just that. It wasn't until my high school I found some people who believed God really existed and that God was personal and that God wasn't just some vast creation or being in the sky. But this God, we often use the pronoun he, but God is more than just a he. Uh, This God is a a being. He is she. It's even more and more mysterious than we can ever understand. But somehow, for some reason, this God revealed himself, herself, itself in human flesh and became a man. And so I really follow the way of Jesus because the, the story of Jesus, the historicity, there is historical fact that there was a person named Jesus. And so when people say, why are you convinced that God exists, that God is real, as this Periscope person just asked? And I say, because of the history, I look at the things this person named Jesus did, how this person treated people, the documents that are both not just Christian or religious documents, but those who wrote about him like Josephus, somebody who wrote a non-believing perspective. A great way to look up the, the history of Jesus is to Google Josephus, basically like Joseph with an us at the end. And I, I started to look into this story and go, okay, okay, the history is true. How does this apply to my life? I started to do a lot of research, uh, reading, talking to other people. In high school, my life was just radically changed because I saw two high schoolers who believed this concept more than I had ever seen any adult ever believe this concept. And it wasn't something they did out of fear because they wanted to. It wasn't something they did because they felt like they were pressured into. It was something that they genuinely had experienced. And that something was forgiveness, that something was love. And that's a really crazy concept to try to wrap your mind around that we could experience an emotion. We can experience a presence from something that we can't see. But why I am convinced is I have seen 
evidence in my own life that there is something bigger and, and beyond what I could ever. As an artist, as a filmmaker, I am very much interested in creating things, in telling stories. And so I look and read the stories that were left behind through oral tradition, then written down, then passed down to us in this form of a book that we call the Bible. And I see these stories having an impact around the whole world, around every culture. And so that's why I'm convinced. And I've, I've had experiences that I can't explain other than there must be a creator. There must be something beyond us. I don't believe science discredits this. I believe science actually magnifies this. And I love people our scientists who say, hey, I believe science actually calls us to look beyond, to try to understand that there is this creator being beyond what we could ever imagine. If you've seen, you know, movies like, uh, what's that movie with Matthew McConaughey that was out um, last year that was super big? Christopher Nolan did it. I'm totally blanking right now. Uh, Interstellar? Interstellar. If you look at uh, movies like The Martian, I'm getting a question right now. Are people in other religions than you believe in? No, I, I don't think people are, are, are wrong for believing in other religions. I would even say the God that I'm talking about is at work in ways that we'll never fully understand. And yes, there's people who believe that there was a God um, you know, who was call, called of different names and there was different prophets that came as a representative of this God and creator. I don't totally understand <laughs> how that all works, but I, I can understand that there are all of us, every human being is reaching, is searching for someone, for something, for some understanding. And for the tribe that I'm a part of, we lean into the story of Jesus where he said, hey, I want to build a people, not just a religion or a code of ethics or a way of doing life, but I want to build a people who will live together, who who will have these conversations, who will wrestle out, who will try to discern how to express their faith and try to make sense of the world that we live in. And so the way of Jesus has really caught my heart and drawn me in and, and changed me in, in so many ways. So when I think about the church, I think about these words that Jesus coined. He actually used a word that was very common in culture. He used a word that people, when they heard it, would have knew known exactly what he was talking about. The word ecclesia was a title for a who had committed to live on a specific mission together. They were called out to something together. So in most cases, that call out would have been maybe even like a political purpose. Uh, question coming in here, is it important to have the fear aspect to enforce how people practice religion? I don't think so. Uh, unhealthy fear is not what I read from Jesus. Uh, there are people who will try to enforce this idea that we should be afraid of judgment or wrath or hell. Exactly. Um, I don't see Jesus ever using to get followers or enforce his way upon people. His way was always a way of grace. His way was always a way of truth and of love and invited people in to a new way of thinking, a new way of experiencing the world, a new way. That's why he even used the word born again to someone who's like, Jesus, help me understand how does this work? And Jesus was just so cool to say, you got to be born again. You got to have a different experience. You got to put different lenses on to see. That's why when he said, I'm going to build my, he was using a word that people would have known. People would have understood that there was, there are, there are groups, there are factions that are called together for a purpose. It could be political, could be social, 
uh, could be familial. So the word church had a connotation that it was more than just kind of going somewhere or having an event. It was a way of life where people would promise or covenant together to fulfill something greater in and of themselves than they couldn't do only do together. So the word church is so appealing to me. That's why I am really pro taking this word and using it in a way that helps communicate what this truly is. So, you know, I'm a father, I have three kids, and I play around with this a lot for my kids to try and help them understand that the word church means group of people. We don't say the word like, hey, we're going to go to church on Sunday. We don't say things like, hey, after church, let's. I'm really trying to communicate to them that the church is gathering and we're going to go join this gathering of the church. Or, hey, the church is coming to our house tonight, meaning a group of people who believe in Jesus, who want to follow the way of Jesus, are coming to gather together. Uh, we have a Sunday night gathering that meets in the public square of our city, Redwood City. You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at B-B-E-Church-R-W-C, B-Church-R-W-C. You can see some pictures, some of the music and things we're singing, but our whole is to paint a new picture that the church is people gathered together living on this mission, and that mission is to understand how much God loves us and to share that with other people. Uh, I was meeting with a, a guy this past Sunday, and he's new to following Jesus, probably about four or five months old. And I love it. Every time I meet with him, he's just a sponge. He wants to know more. He's asking questions. Help me understand this. How does this work? What does this scripture mean? He has some old paradigms of what things look like for um, being a Christian or a follower of Jesus. Also has some unique paradigms from figuring out what is the church? What is religion? He searched out everything and anything. And he said at one point to me, hey, what is happening here? We need to share with other people. We got to get it online. Let's record. Let's go live stream. He was really excited about it. And I thought, cool, awesome. Let's do it. And he was trying to help pave the way for us to get what we're doing on Sunday morning out online. And then what he's been experiencing with people has been changing him. So on Sunday, he said to me, I don't know if we should go online anymore because maybe people wouldn't come and experience what I he said, the church is meant to be people, like human beings connecting with each other, praying with each other, literally like grabbing a hand and saying, hey, let's do life together. Let's pray. You need a hug. You need to be, so you're grieving. Let me cry with you. You, you want to celebrate the birth of a child or a new job? Let me jump up and down and dance with you. And I thought, wow, he totally gets it. The church is meant to be people, human beings connecting talking, praying, crying, weeping, dancing together, giving their money so that others who are in need could have their basic needs met. That's what a picture of the church is. So if we were playing Pictionary, and I love to play Pictionary, or win, lose, or draw, or, or something in which you have to draw a picture and get people to guess what you're drawing. If I wanted to get you to say the word church and I wanted to win, I'd draw a building with a cross on it because everyone knows that's what quote unquote a church is, right? but that would be theologically wrong. I'd win the game, but it'd be theologically incorrect. Really, if we want people to have a theological understanding, meaning desire for the church to look like, we should start painting and drawing a different picture. I would start drawing a picture of a little child serving or giving over and sacrificing his own bread and fish lunch and it being used to feed 5,000 people. I might draw a picture 
of somebody sitting at the feet of someone dying and putting their hands upon her and praying. I might draw a picture of a woman taking out the last couple dollars in her wallet to give someone who needs a lunch that picture of some high school students praying together on their campus. I might draw a picture of a, a father walking his children to school and praying with them. Or I might draw a picture of 25 people in the courthouse square of Redwood City singing and praying. These are the types of pictures that Jesus had intended when he said the word church. I hope you're encouraged. If you have any questions or want to interact more, you can find us at Sound Room Radio, or you can find me, tweet me, Instagram me at Tony Gapstone, T-O-N-Y-G-A-P-A-S-T-I-O-N-E. All right. God loves you, everyone. Thanks for listening.